going on, everybody? My name is Nathan Seiler. You are listening to Iron Sharpens Iron. I'm one of your hosts, and I'm joined alongside Dominic Appleton, your other host. And Dom, we are joined once again by a fantastic guest. Can you introduce him? Yeah, absolutely. Today we have the awesome and amazing Isaac Nieto. Isaac, give us a brief intro, my friend. What's going on, everybody? Glad to be here. Um, yeah, it's good to see you guys. I'm excited to be on the show. Yeah, we're excited to have you. We'll talk- <laughs> it's awesome. Yeah, so Isaac, we've known each other, what, since uh, Seek 2019, correct? Correct, yeah, correct. It's been, yeah. It's so now, yeah, I was, I was a freshman. I think you were a sophomore. Now you are transitioning into a role with Focus, correct? You just started? Yeah. Yeah, actually, I'm four days in, so pretty fresh. <laughs> that is absolutely remarkable. So you are the, um, well, the lucky yeah. fiance of the lovely Anna Scott, who we had oh. on the show earlier. Um, yeah. So tell us how, uh, tell us about that transition to uh, to Stephen's point, and uh, and just Wisconsin in general. Oh wow, yeah. Um, yeah, it's been crazy. It's been a crazy ride, but it's been awesome. Uh, for the listeners here, we got engaged this past April, and Anna had already accepted a role with Focus. So we kind of went the summer, didn't know exactly where she was going to get sent, but we pretty much were like, I'm, I'm going to move with you anyway because we're going to get married um, New Year's Eve. So I figured I'd just, just move at the beginning of the school year. And yeah, she got her placement here in uh, Stevens Point, Wisconsin, which is where I'm uh, joining from. And it's been awesome. It's been, I mean, it's been quite the ride. So when we first got, you know, when we first found out, it was just like a, you know, a surprise. You know, anything, any place we were going to get sent was going to be a surprise. Um, but like Wisconsin wasn't too far from home. It was, but still like we don't, we had never been to this area before. Didn't know much about the school. It's an expansion campus. Um, so there's like a lot of this uncertainty going into it. But uh, as soon as we got here and kind of got plugged in with the community and started to get to know the students just right away, like the students have been great. And it's just kind of been a second home since then. And we've just been really enjoying our time uh, in uh, serving the students. Um, it's a good group of folks here and, and, uh, they're really on fire for their faith and I'm just happy to to be here and like give them the resources they need to to do that and kind of walk with them and I know Anna Anna and the, and the rest of the team are you know pumped about that as well so it's been good man I'm, I'm glad to be here so that's that's kind of the gist of that yeah we're we're glad to have that's you dude beautiful my guy that's incredible. Oh, I know the last time I uh, I visited Stevens Point too. It was funny because um, y'all y'all gave me a little tour of the town. Um, I do remember that, and uh, <laughs> I loved all the all the little churches around town. I think you drove me past a a, a lake called is, is it Jonas Lake? Is that is that right? Yeah, Lake Jonas. Yep. <laughs> it's, it's I like just thought on. it was funny because uh, I was just going to say, do right I think Edge of Campus? It's we have we have a nice like nature preserve as a part of campus. It's a big forestry school, so we kind of have this big wooded area with the lake on it right next to campus. Yeah, it's crazy, man. Because I I know it was named after Nick Jonas, correct? Is yeah, the lake started <laughs> singing to us. It was amazing. It was crazy. It's crazy. Yeah. Um, then we then we got some belts. I do remember that, and I I kid you not, this this ice cream that I had, Dom, it was it was beautiful. It was a, mm-hmm. uh, it was like a McFlurry or something kind of style oh. ice cream, and uh, I kid you not, it had like a, a like a softball size cookie dough ball on the top of it, and uh, apparently you're supposed to eat that all in one bite, which uh, <laughs> I I tried and it was delicious, and um, yeah, basically whenever I go back up to Stevens Point, I'm uh, I'm gonna be craving some cookie dough. So, um, have you guys been doing any like uh, any discipleships over at Belts or? Well, not anymore, man. They closed for the seasons. It's, it's winter now, but man, we were over there. What? We were over there a no lot. No way. <laughs> they don't. Hey, they don't. Yeah. The ice cream up here. They. It's serious. I mean, 
you know, we, we, you order a small and you get an Indiana large, as I like to call it. It's like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the Wisconsin, the Wisconsin small is the Indiana large. I'm telling you, if I moved up to, if, if I've moved up to Steven's point, I kid you not, I'd put on at least 20 pounds just of belts. So, um, it's a, it's a blessing, dude. Um, so once again, you're listening to iron sharpens iron where we like to share stories share life and share faith in an effort to lead hearts closer to Jesus Christ. Uh, we just want to say thank you, um, seriously, from the bottom of our hearts for uh, for pressing play, uh, for spending this time with us. Um, it's just It just means the world to us. Know that we've been praying and fasting for you um, intentionally. We do that twice a week uh, because we know that this is not just a podcast. This is a community um, that we are striving for heaven together. And uh, we just want to uh, throw this out at the beginning of every podcast. But we are not priests. We're not um, you know, religious brothers or monks or um, anything like that. Uh, we don't have any degrees in theology or uh, PhDs or anything like that. We are simply two dudes um, and our guest on these shows. Um, and we just want to to share that life, to share that faith and to share the stories that touch our hearts. Um, so if there's something that touches your heart as well, uh, please take that to prayer. And if it doesn't, that is okay because um, we all have different stories and that's what we love to share. Um, Please subscribe if you haven't. Please, I think there's a, a way to rate us on uh, on Spotify too. So if you want to drop a rating, that would be amazing. Um, and pray a rosary with us. We usually do a rosary at 5.45 a.m. Central Time. So I know it's early. Um, but if you follow our social media page, Iron Sharpens Iron Ave, you can pray a rosary with us live um, at 5.45 a.m. It's beautiful. Um, and yeah, if you have any feedback or if you want to join the show, please reach out to one of us. We would love to have you on um, and just hear your stories um, and share those with the world. So um, today we have the incredible uh, Isaac Nieto on the show, and we're going to start with some glory stories. Isaac, what do you got for us this week? Yeah, so I think my glory story is definitely just uh, the big transition I've been going through lately. It started this week uh, with focus. Um as like a full-time missionary and mm. making phone calls as a lot of the focus folks who are listening would know. Um, but just having some good conversations with people that I haven't um, spoke to in a while or don't know very well at all. Um, but just people seeing people be open to the gospel and just what focus has, uh, what focus has um, for college students and like learning more about that. And yeah, just seeing how the Lord kind of um, works through that. So I've just been able to kind of share that with folks, and it's been it's been really cool. I uh, can only imagine how awesome that is. Um, uh, the one time I met Isaac was at a Red Robin for a Fat Tuesday, which is you, I hope everyone is eating well for Fat Tuesday, and Red Robin is a good place to go. But he's got a gift for um, Dude, those bottomless fries. <laughs> yes that those are a difference maker also dangerous so uh so be careful um but he he's got a gift for uh for, yeah speaking authentically about christ so i'm excited for um tonight i'm excited for the, the people that are going to be able to hear him in the future i uh, for for my glory story um i think i'll keep this really brief it was uh it was just hearing about <clears throat> one of my uh friends that at church who is she's striving to become catholic and her she's meeting opposition from her family and and so oh. she's she's yeah she's strived to become catholic for about two years now and each year they've they've uh, uh just due to like just just due to like the fact that she's not on the same page as her family members she is unable to um join rcia and and i think like in some ways, like this is such a beautiful stretch of her heart because I know that when she does receive these sacraments, like it's going to blow her mind <laughs> in the most awesome way. But it's also such a beautiful um, testament to me because I get to receive the Eucharist. I get to receive my Lord. I can receive him every day if I want to. Um, and can I go up there and receive him with the same joy as I would if it was my first time after two years of being barred from receiving him, you know, and, or can I 
you know, go to confession and feel the sins being lifted off my heart as I would if it was my first time doing so in my entire life. I think that's the way that yeah. we need to we need to experience the sacraments in that way because it's literally the most amazing thing, especially the Eucharist. It's God. He can look at you. He's in front of you. It's the most incredible thing. So so learning about that um, and, and starting to rediscover it is my glory story for sure. Ooh, dude, that is, that is absolutely beautiful. And I think it's, it's so cool too, because, um, we can have that new perspective every single time we go to mass, every time we, we, we receive the sacrament of, of confession. Um, like it is our first time because the ultimate reality is like, <laughs> whenever we recognize our own need, when we recognize our own lack, like it becomes that much more real, right? Whenever we can realize that we need God right? And receiving him, how he humbly puts himself in that Eucharist so that he can come close to us. Um, it's just absolutely remarkable, dude. I've been praying a lot with that as well. So, uh, dude, just thanks for sharing, man. Um, yeah, I think I got to go for my glory story. So, um, we've <laughs> on the podcast, we've, we've shared a few father, Mike quotes, uh, maybe a few father, Mike, uh, homilies. Um, and, both Isaac and Dom know, uh, and probably most of our listeners know, I'm a huge, huge Father Mike fan, and uh, that might be putting it lightly. Um, I've I started a fan club for him and everything. It's crazy. Um, <laughs> Father, uh, if I ever follow Father Mike fan page on uh, on Instagram, it's awesome. No, I'm just kidding. Um, anywho, so I love this guy to death, and um, it was crazy because. On Thursday evening, I went to this, they call it Mustard Seed. Basically, it's, a, it's an event for young adults and graduate students at the University of Wisconsin. And I walk in and I was expecting it to be a totally different uh, speaker that evening. Uh, but they were basically keeping it secret that Father Mike was actually coming to the event. Um, and whenever one of my friends told me that, I totally didn't believe him. But uh, sure enough, Father Mike just walked in, got to shake his hand, uh, got to talk to him for a little bit. Um, and it was just, it was a blessing. And... Um, I just realized, like, I did not know why God called me to Madison um, in the first place. Um, and I'm still gradually discovering that every single day. Um, but I think it was just a really, really incredible God moment of just like, I, if I was anywhere else in the world that evening, um, I would not have been able to to shake Father Mike's hand um, or meet him. Um, the guy that really shaped my own uh, faith, you know, from a very young age, um, just hearing his talks. Um, just how passionate he is for the faith and how passionate he is for the Lord. Um, that just inspired me from a very young age to continue to, to pursue this, even when it's hard, even whenever the people around you might not see it. Right. Um, it was just such a blessing. And I it, just kind of reflecting on that reality of like um, how much of a gift that father Mike is to the world. Um, not only for just like the Bible in a year podcast, but just his homilies and the, the amount, the sheer quantity of lives that he's touched. I mean, he truly is like a modern saint in this era. So, um, just being able to say that we lived in the time of father Mike, I think was just, um, the ultimate glory story this week. So, um, if you haven't listened to one of his homilies, stop this podcast and go listen to one right now. It'll change your life. I promise you. Um, and then come back to this one and listen to what Isaac has to say, um, because we are so excited to interview him we are going to be talking about um sanctifying everyday life um so it'll be a, a beautiful conversation and uh dom would you mind praying us in dude absolutely um yes and nate dude i'm so happy for you again i i've i said this before the podcast and when you texted us that you had met father mike i just the way that you said it i was like he can't be serious but you are and it's so that's so cool and <laughs> From from one Father Mike yeah. to the potential of to the, a guy who has the potential to be another Father Mike, that's pretty cool. And so it's definitely a God moment because, yeah, um, a lot of the strengths that he has to to meet other people, they, those are apparent in you, dude. So it's it's a uh, it was it's like it's like the student to the master moment. That's pretty cool. <laughs> so praise God for that. Um, but let's let's pray it. Hey, right back at you, brother. <laughs> but anyway, let's let's. Let's in the name of the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit. Amen. God, Father, hear us today. We come again to glorify you and to grow closer to you, to discover you. And the recesses, the hidden places of our heart, we offer up 
everything to you. We offer up our strengths. We also offer up our weaknesses. And we know that nothing gives you greater joy than when we bring our weaknesses to you, our, our faults, or areas where we don't think we have what it takes. We place them at the altar, at your feet, on the cross, and say, you take care of it. Um, help us to surrender to you. Help us to learn that your will for us is a million times better than our wildest dreams for ourselves. Eye has not seen and ear has not heard what you have planned for us who love you. Uh, help us to love you more. Strengthen, we only ask to strengthen, that you may strengthen our relationship with you, that you may pour out the gifts of the Holy Spirit upon us, that we may align our wills to yours and achieve sanctity in our daily lives. Um, you may have, the world may have everything that is, that is of the world. Just give us Jesus. Give us Jesus in the Eucharist. Give us Jesus in all the sacraments. And help us to keep Jesus in our hearts. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Isaac, let's do this, dude. Um, tell us about your faith and why you love Jesus. Hopefully this is not a surprise question, but let's get into this. No, not at all. <laughs> um, yeah, dude, it's a, it's a great question. So, yeah, I love Jesus because he, um, initially he he pursued me, man. He he showed me a joyful way of life in him, um, and pulled me out of, you know, mediocrity and just a life of uh, of just not that, <laughs> you know, like. Um, you know, a, a life of uh, yeah. searching for you know that you know that ultimate fulfillment, and and I've been able to you know firsthand experience like okay, Jesus is is the only uh, thing that can fill that you know desire that is in the hearts of all of us, right? Like you know, you know, we're always you know desiring things, and and ultimately Jesus can can fulfill all of that. Um, and yeah, and that and that kind of started and. In college, you know, I I had grown up Catholic, um, but I uh, was pretty lukewarm. I didn't know much about the faith really. I just kind of went through the motions, went to Sunday school, um, but I went to public school the rest of the time. So, you know, that um, wasn't surrounded by a lot of Catholics growing up, other than my family. So I went to college. I, I grew up in a small town, but ended up going to a big college. You know, I wanted to to go have fun, you know, um, and that ended up being Indiana University. Um, and man, I was just dead set on, you know, I'm not sure what I'm going to study or what's going to happen, but I hear it's pretty fun down there. So that's where I'm going. Uh, and that's where things, you know, got a little crazy. You know, I didn't plan on really practicing the faith. I mean, I, I went to church, I went to mass, like, few Sundays my freshman year but um really just went down this path of I realized like oh that my faith isn't a priority like I guess not it's you know that I'm now that I'm out on my own and uh that's where uh kind of that desire I'm talking about um you know it was really evident like man after you know you know a whole school year um maybe like a little bit over a, a calendar year you know of just you know seeking worldly things um, the typical things on a college campus, you know, the things that I was, uh, I thought that were really like important to me, <laughs> uh, in high school, um, which is kind of funny now to think about, but yeah, the things that I thought brought me joy, but really it was just, you know, a, a brief spurt of, uh, you know, happiness, I guess you could call it. And, you know, that, that those things did not, you know, fulfill me, you know, that's what I found out after, um, you know, getting to college. And that's where, yeah, Jesus was definitely, uh, working in that. And I just kind of met a few people like just kind of randomly, but the right people were placed, you know, in my life. And, uh, I found myself going to church a little bit more. Um, there was some, uh, free food on Sunday nights. So that was definitely an incentive. Um, <laughs> But yeah, through that, I was able to just like kind of get plugged in and then 
yes, yeah, so just a, met a few really good guys that I actually um, like looked up to. And yeah, Jesus kind of just like ran with it at that point. He was like, let's like, this is, he kind of presented himself to me and, and what, what the, the spiritual life had to offer. And um, yeah, man, he, I just was all in. And since then it's been beautiful to get to know him and, and get to serve him and also sit, also share him with others. I know that's how, you know, Nathan and I got to know one another. Um, Dom, the we got to meet through Nathan, so kind of indirectly there. But uh, yeah, and I'm 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 still you know I'm still learning. You know, there, there's so much to. We're never going to know everything about the Lord, and I just love that we get to to go to Him every day. You know, in prayer and and just have a lifetime of following Him. Like I, that just mm-hmm. is so cool. Like. I just love that. So yeah, that's in a nutshell, that's kind of why, I guess. But yeah. Yeah, dude. Oh man, that's absolutely beautiful. And uh yeah, just thanks for sharing, bro. Um, it was cool kind of seeing you um like go through not all of that, because I you were a sophomore whenever I met you as a freshman. Um, but just seeing you grow in your faith has just been incredible um over the the past few years that I have known you. Um, and I think it's, it's, it's so relatable, um, what you were talking about, um, in regards to like kind of pursuing worldly things. I, I definitely, um, had that phase in college too, um, where there's a lot of temptation on college campuses, right? There's a lot of, um, you know, maybe it's parties to go to, or, um, you know, like kind of, we were talking uh, a couple weeks ago with Sarah, it's just like fraternities, sororities, you know what I mean? All different types of friend groups, um, that you can get involved with that, um, you know, they might lead you down the wrong path. We'll just say that. Um, So I I think it's just beautiful that you were able to kind of recognize in your heart um, how those weren't fulfilling, that they might have led to temporary happiness, but it didn't like uh, lead you to anything greater. And I would just like to hear more um, of kind of like what, like whenever you say fulfillment, um, like what, what does that kind of mean to you? Like what, uh, what kind of fulfillment are you talking about? Maybe what fulfillment are you uh, ultimately striving for? Yeah. Um, a few things I can, I can try to answer that. A few things um, are just like internal peace, um, mm. feeling loved. Um, a lot of those things that, you know, God is the source of, <laughs> you know, peace and yeah. love and really, purpose like you know really if you really ask yourself and i think a lot of college students go through this like asking the big questions right like why am i here what is this all about mm-hmm. like that kind of fulfillment um and the lord like has answers for all that <laughs> he is the answer to all that um and even just in the the way of life of like you know christians and catholics specifically and kind of what I came to know about that. Um, just like how to, how to live virtuously, like live out the virtues and live lives of prayer and to go to the sacraments, like what the sacraments are, you know, why we have them, all those things that we have, you know, through the church um, to know God better and to like, you know, best serve him while on earth. Um, it's like, wow, like this is all like, this is perfect. Like there's yeah. Ultimate purpose, right. Is to get, get to heaven, you know, to, to be in heaven with God. And, and there's a path while we're on earth to do that. And it, it just, I guess for me that um, all those things I just kind of listed, like really answered a lot of the pr- big purpose questions and really like the fulfillment, like what's going to fulfill me long-term, like what, is actually going to fulfill my life um, like to the fullest. Like what are the most meaningful things? So yeah, I think that's about the, some of the thoughts I have on that, but I mean, there, I could probably try to explain that for a long time, but that's kind of what's coming to mind. <laughs> no. Yeah, dude, I love that, man. That was awesome. I love it too. Yeah, I do. <laughs> And um, I, I love what you said right at the beginning about internal peace. Um, 
that is just uh, something that we should all strive for. I think uh, listening to Father Mike and Bible in the year, like you can't let your anxieties and your fears uh, choke out your your peace and your and your joy because it's so easy for the enemy to get you to do that. And then um, you'll live your life in, in fear of, of this next assignment, of this next deadline, and and you won't be able to experience life and, and to, to let go and the trust of Jesus. So I love that. And I love how you outlined the ways in which we can achieve sainthood, you know, through virtue, you know, and through that relationship with the Lord. Um, and, uh, and yeah, I think, uh, yeah, it's, those things are just so huge and so overlooked about how being virtuous, um, does provide you with fulfillment. It's not like you have to check off those boxes and then you can do the things that are going to make you fulfilled, like watching a movie. No, no, no. The virtuous aspect, it's like a trainable muscle. The more you do it, the more you achieve that fulfillment and the more you're able to do it in the future. And so I think one jumping off the fulfillment thing, I want to talk about your uh, relationship with Anna. And uh, so you're getting married soon. Uh, how do you think she's going to, to bring you to sainthood? And um, what has the marriage prep process been like? And how has she brought you closer to Jesus? And how have you grown closer to her? Mm. Yeah. Um, I'll say this to start off with. One of the reasons, you know, I was... You know, I really originally pursued Anna to to uh, to date her. I guess I'll say it was because, you know, I was able to see her faith, and I was like, "That's, you know, that's somebody who's gonna, you know, make me a better man." Like, um, and she she does. Like, she uh, our relationship is great, and I mean, to answer the question, like, how she how can she help me make like make me a saint, and, like vice versa uh we just but we complement each other really well in that aspect and just being able to challenge one another to grow in certain ways we're very different people um and you know but in the best of ways like you know she is you know a lot of you know not even necessarily intentionally like challenging me to to grow in like a certain area or to um, anything specific, but just in the way she, you know, lives out her life and it, just in our interactions, I think, you know, you guys are in relationships, um, and, you know, just in the everyday interactions, like we have opportunities to, to love, you know, our significant other. And, and it may seem like a small way, you know, and just in the everyday life, but really like that repeated over time. And like, Anna and I are going to get married like for years and years and years, hopefully like those can that continual choice to like serve and love like self-giving love like that mm-hmm. you know, that's what vocation's like about kind of like in my you know understanding like you know we have vocations that we can become like serve the lord and you know be a mirror of his love like on earth but also to to help us get to heaven right um and that's like one yeah. of the thoughts i have when i think of like the vocation of marriage um is just yeah these like having this opportunity to like love this one person for a lifetime and it's gonna like you know there's gonna be challenges gonna be hard times but that really challenges you to like really give of yourself to them um and yeah Anna and i just her i love her to death and and i think we're great together and we, mm-hmm. we definitely push each other in that way so i just I know that I hope that we'll continue to do that in our marriage um, here soon and, and like going forward for the years to come Um, marriage prep that has been really awesome. Um, So we've been engaged now for eight months. Yeah. Eight months. So our wedding's coming up here at the end of this month, but yeah. Heck yeah, dude. Yeah, you know, that's the big it's it was a big step. And and once you know, that's you know it seemed like once we got engaged, like you know, not that like that was all like at a certain point, like right, we were dating for a while, I'm like, okay, like, you know, we both want to like continue this relationship. But once it's an engagement, it's like, okay, we're at we we are getting married. Um, and like you know, that 
it's still discernment, you know, um, not to say like people who get engaged always get married, you know, that's not always the case, but, um, you know, it was that step of like, okay, like we're saying yes to this for sure now, like, but like we need to, you know, really, you know, just like prepare for this, like, and, and learn what, like really mm. continue to like learn de- more deeply, like what marriage is and like what we're going to be, what we're be, like saying yes to and how we can really prepare best for that. And like, we went through, you know, the, the typical, you know, uh, like pre Cana, um, stuff like that. And, uh, honestly, that was really good. We, you know, had, we met with, uh, priest a few times, well, Father Patrick, you guys know him. Um, and, you know, a sponsor couple when we went to this retreat in the archdiocese of Indianapolis, um, and through all that, like we, it just sparked like all these, some conversation we have, we had already had, but some that we hadn't just of like really, you know, going to people who have either been married for a long time or priests who like have known a lot of married couples and like, uh, have a lot of input on like what, you know, the mm-hmm. spiritual aspect of marriage and we've just learned so much and, and we've tried to just always be doing something together, like intentionally, like whether it be like reading a book or, you know, pr- having specific prayer intentions, um, just to like always keep, you know, marriage in mind. Cause you know, when you're getting ready for, for marriage, the big thing is that can trump everything else is planning. Um, yeah. Yeah. You know, it's, it's a constant recentering on like, okay, yes, we need to prepare well for, you know, the, you know, the reception and all the, all the details and all that stuff, but we're getting like, we need to prepare for the vocation like above all else and yeah. keep that in mind. Um, so that's, yeah, it's been, it's been a wild ride. It's been awesome. And we're 27 days away and heck yeah, dude, we're, we're just ready. Like we're ready to, to be husband wow. and wife. And I'm, I'm just pumped to, to be her husband and to love and serve her for the rest of my days. <laughs> That's absolutely beautiful, man. I'm just, I'm so excited for you. I'm excited to go to this wedding too. It's going to be awesome. Um, But I think the thing that really struck my heart about what you were saying was just like this repetitive choice of good, right? Um, I I think we all here at least work out a little bit or enjoy working out. Um, I I see Isaac, you're looking absolutely yoked, my dude. (laughs) New routine. I don't know. Um, But I think what's really cool um, just about like working out in general um, is that it's not a one-time thing, right? Um, If you want to um, like, you know, if if your goal is to, you know, build muscle, like you're not going to go to the gym once and um, expect like big muscles. That's just not reality, right? And if you expect big virtue, you're not going to get it by practicing virtue once, right? It's like a repetitive choice of yes, even when this is hard, even whenever I may not want to, like showing up and serving and loving anyway, like that is what um, builds those like virtue muscles, I guess you could call it, um, which is just absolutely beautiful, dude. Um, and the reality is, is like, yeah, I, I, I obviously we know both of you guys and y'all are just a fantastic couple. So super pumped for your your future. Um, but yeah, we uh, we kind of uh, talked a little bit earlier um, about like kind of sanctifying everyday life. And I know this is something that's really, really important to you, Isaac. So kind of tell us why I guess why it's important to you um, and how I guess how you approach um, sanctifying everyday life. Mm hmm. Yeah. And, and like another way to put that, I like to think is just like sanctifying ordinary life, right? Lots of, lots of us yeah. who live, you know, ordinary lives. That doesn't, that's not to say they can't be holy lives. Um, but yeah, kind of like on that. So on that note that you just brought up of, you know, practice, like, you know, exercising those virtue muscles, right. The, the continued act um, practice over and over again. Um, I'm a big a uh, fan of you know the the mindset of like small habits you know build large habits like small habits lead to large habits oh yeah yeah um, and i've always had i think i just tend to have like 
a simple approach to things. So like when it comes to prayer, you know, I, I just try to come sit, like, keep it simple pretty much. Uh, so, you know, what's simple other than just like taking it day by day. Right. Um, and I can't, I mean, I think in college, like I just really kind of started to buy into the, to sanctifying ordinary life, just cause I knew that, you know, I was going through college and I was going to go and I ended up working at, you know, a, um, for a tech company for you know, like a year and a half, which is like just an ordinary job. Right. So I went through a lot of these transitions, but I knew that whatever I was doing, I was going to want to stay close to the Lord and glorify the Lord. Um, so yeah, I think that, um, especially when I was work. So when I started working, I was after college, um, I really had to adjust. I think in college I had a, um, a bit of an easier schedule to just, you know, pop over to church whenever I wanted and, and go to mass every day. It was a little bit more, um, flexible like that. Um, but yeah, you know, they say you got to the real world and like, you know, your schedules, you know, at least eight hours a day you're at work. And outside of that, you have to like try to get all the rest of your life situation situated. And um, it really challenged me to think about like, okay, how can I still grow in holiness? And just with the, the life, like the state of life that I'm in currently. And it starts with, you know, okay. I want to pray every day. How can I do that? Um, okay. What, what's the time of the day I can pray, you know, consistently, no matter like what day of the week, where I'm at. Okay. In the morning, um, like those kinds of thoughts, um, and just making consistent habits every day. Um, not ma- they don't have to be, you know, big, you know, crazy goals of like, um, like praying for a whole hour sometimes because, you know, life's not like doesn't, you know, give way for that sometimes. Uh, but at least, you know, starting my day with the Lord in prayer. Um, and that's kind of one of those small, you know, seemingly small habits that over time, you know, lead to greater, um, you know, greater relationship with the Lord. Because once that habit's there, the Lord will He'll, he'll, you know, encounter, you'll encounter him through that prayer over time. And, and, and once that, that habit's there, you know, you'll, it's there, right? Cause you know, once you start to pray, like prayer is a beautiful thing. And, and once you get in a habit of it, it's, it's hard to, to stop sometimes, right? It's, it's something you look forward to. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, that's, that's a big thing. And also just starting that, prayer with like what the rest of my day was going to have, like whether it was just like a work day or a weekend, um, you know, work days can be pretty mundane things, but um, I would always approach the day with trying to come to the Lord and also, you know, offer up the day to him and, you know, glorify him in, in any of my work, any of my work meetings, any of my, you know, uh, you know, relationships outside of work with my roommate um, and just really trying to bring him into all of those small interactions and tasks of the day um, to sanctify them essentially um, and try and do, trying to do that over, you know, every single day. Um, it's kind of what my approach has been to that. Um, yeah. I don't know if you guys have any thoughts on that, but um i i yeah i love it dude i that's beautiful (laughs) and you can feel what i love about it first and foremost is just feeling how much like it's uh how much you're committed to this relationship with the lord um and that's admirable i think one thing that i've been uh thinking about in advent now that we're all in advent and we're uh kind of traveling through this time of, of preparing for the Lord, like how uh, I'm, I'm trying to make sure that in every action that I'm making, would I be acting this way, knowing that like, if I truly believed and played it's my full source of happiness in the Lord and in salvation, you know, a lot of people are, 
um, and a lot of times myself, I, I'm this way, um, lukewarm in my faith, you know, like where, uh, um, y- you, uh, you believe in fact that God is Lord and that when we die, we're going to go up to heaven and we will be judged. We'll, we'll give him the fruits of what we've done. You know, what, did you see me in the poor? Did you, did you, did you care for me? And, um, and we believe that in fact, but we don't, or we aren't convicted of it, you know? And, um, because if we were convicted of it, then we would have a sense of urgency, you know, like in my, in myself, I, I'm trying to learn that for, of course. So it's just, it's amazing to, uh, I think that sex sense of urgency and that really being convicted of, of how, how much we should put the Lord at the center of our lives and thinking about it in every single aspect of our day comes from that just starting the day with prayer, which is what you said. Uh, my grandpa would always say, I never would start the day without a rosary, you know, and you can pray in a myriad of different ways, but um, starting the day with prayer helps you orient your your life. Oh yeah, who am I doing this for? <laughs> the Lord. I'm making my body a, a sacrifice for Him. That's what we say in the Mass, and we hear it in the New Testament. Let's become living sacrifices for the Lord. Um, and so, so just learning how to sacrifice all that we have for Him is just beautiful. I think, yeah, I think uh, I just I, I love all that you said and. Um, especially in the small interactions and seeing Jesus there, because that's what probably makes him so proud. Um, yeah, dude. And I think what I want to ask is, do you have any advice for, for, um, our listeners in terms of, I mean, you gave a lot of things on how to, how to sanctify your, your daily life, but like some, some fundamental advice on, on where you would like start or, um, how to sanctify ordinary life, um, as like a, as a guy too. <laughs> Yeah, for sure. Um, I know I just harped on like the day, the morning prayer a lot, but that'd be my first thing, like morning offering, morning prayer. Um, mm. I'm just, I just love the idea of that. I, I think recent, a few months ago, maybe a few weeks ago, I, I don't know. I watched the Ascension Presents video um, that was like, you know, well, this is what a morning offering is and this is why you should pray it. And I was like, yes, like, that's awesome. And I, I watched it and I just like shared it with a few of my uh, few students here. And um, that's like step number one to like start each day. And this is going to be like quoting uh, one of the sisters I was on, like starting each day with, you know, calling to mind that your life is a relationship. It's a relationship with wow. God and that you know, that's what your life is. And, and always reminding yourself that each morning, and that's just a beautiful thing. Like, you know, and, uh, you know, once you do that for a while, like it starts to like orienting yourself in that way each morning just opens your heart so much. Like the Lord works through that. Like he will work through that. And I've experienced that. I think that's a great starting point. Um, Yeah. And other than that, like, it that's a great question i'm i'm trying to think of some other ways but like yeah calling to mind the lord like throughout your day not only in like it doesn't have to be any long prayers but kind of like we we just talked about um yeah trusting like the lord wherever you're at right now like the lord has brought you here um you know he has you here for a reason um you know, it's not just by chance, like, so calling him to mind in, in those, in any interaction with your coworkers, um, or with classmates or, um, anybody you're interacting with or like any tasks you need to get done, anything like that. Like those are the things in our everyday lives, like kind of like Teresa Lasso, like the little way, like, you know, we're not always going to have the opportunities to do like make huge sacrifices or like huge acts of love um, that are like, you know, that you see in the movies, like that just doesn't happen like very often or at all. Like, but you know, it does happen all the time. Like yeah. what yeah. we do every single day and like, just yeah. try like train that muscle of like, okay, what am I doing right? Now? Like, okay, God, I'm doing like X, Y, and Z or, like right now, like in glorifying him in it, like, okay, Lord, I'm going to, you know, help me to glorify you in this work or in this conversation. Yeah, um, those kinds of thoughts and like quick prayers. Um, yeah, doing that consistently, like 
if you try to do it, you'll like start to do it more and more. And that to me is just part of what is like sanctifying the ordinary life. Like no matter what life you're living, you know, whatever, whatever you're doing, just like, yeah, try to sanctify it. Like offer it to the Lord, like lit, like in that consistently is like just a life of, I would hope like it just leads to like a life of like always having God in mind and like always knowing that he's there and always being aware of him and not, you know, going a few days of like not thinking of him. Right. Cause, cause he is like the source of our life and he is always present and, and always waiting for us to, to uh, go to him. You know, like the door is always open. So um, yeah, that's kind of what I was thinking. Dude, I love that. Um, I think it's so, so cool too. Um, because I, I want to say this was, oh gosh, maybe two or three years ago. Um, we had a, I think we had a, coffee chat or something and you and you you brought a book along with you a little pamphlet and it was uh it was by saint alphonsus liguri do you remember this yeah oh yeah dude yep dude, uh, it, was, how, it was incredible <laughs> yeah how to converse with god um was the title of it i i found it absolutely remarkable because i i immediately started flipping through it during like Whenever I'd go to like a holy hour or some adoration, and um, it was just absolutely incredible. One of the one of my favorite lines in that book is like, "God does not want to speak to a soul that does not speak to Him." Right, um, and it just like it basically lays out the how how to bring God into every single moment of every day. Right, um, how. God knows what's going on in your life, but he wants you to share with him because he wants to share with you, right? Um, it's just beautiful. It's just so practical. So um, if you are looking, I think, for a um, like a really good, like, I guess, guide to how to bring um, God into those daily moments, like, that is definitely a, a beautiful one as well. Um, and I think one thing, too, is just, like, the, the morning prayer. Um, I love it because... Um, I think on the Immaculate Conception Day, I'll celebrate a year of consecrating myself to Mary, and um, which is awesome. Um, but one of the prayers that I, I continue to pray every day is the um, the Marian consecration prayer, um, and it's 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 beautiful because you're basically saying Jesus, um, you're you're starting with your why, right? Um, you're starting every day with why am I here? What am I doing? How can I serve the Lord better? Um, and that is, I think, such a beautiful way. Uh, we've talked about Mary before and how she leads us closer to Jesus. Um, but it's an absolutely remarkable prayer of just giving your giving your life, giving your day to Mary so that she can give it to Jesus. And I just think it's it's so cool. Again, there's so many ways to start your day in prayer. Um, but I think that's just a little tiny way of like um, everything. And you get like literally like sometimes I ask that like everything I do today, I don't know what's going to happen. Um, but Lord, I trust that you're going to be with me. And uh, whenever I run into a hardship, just help me through it, right? Uh, maybe a tough conversation or um, a tough project at work. Like, help me through it cause, and just and just be there with me um, so that I can glorify you better. I, I just love that advice, dude. Um, yeah, Dom, you have anything to add to that? Uh, no, that, that's, that's perfect. I absolutely love it. And yeah, I, um, it's, it's inspiring because, yeah, it's the fruits of that relationship and, and the fruits of just just learning where your your life is and how it's just a complete gift don't make you sadder or like uh it doesn't take away anything from your day it makes your day so much more fulfilled like what you were saying finding fulfillment for a day um if you ever uh, yeah i i, I sometimes think like, what, what did i do today how did i grow closer to the lord or um but if you start with that in mind like the days you're gonna see that by the time you get done like oh my gosh i saw him in this way i saw him in that way because he is pursuing my heart you know and it's gonna be mm. you're gonna be so much happier because you're gonna be in this relationship where you're seeing how much you're romanced by the lord and, and he loves each and every one of you all so much and he's so very proud of you so uh so i think that's the biggest thing you'll learn is how proud the Lord is of you um, and how much he loves you and how much he's just amazed by what he created in you. Um, and he's just so in love with you. So the more that you kind of converse with him, the more you'll just realize that. So it's, it's a beautiful thing. Dude, no doubt about it. Isaac, any last thoughts this evening? No, man. I mean, it's been great to be on and I hope, yeah, I hope, um 
if, if it's just like one little, you know, thing to take away, I hope, I hope listeners enjoy listening today, but it's mm-hmm. been awesome to be with you guys. Um, yeah, you guys are, you guys are great. I love what you're doing and I feel honored to be on the podcast. Um, yeah, I will just, I guess any, my last word would just be yeah, to harp on the, yeah, the need for prayer and the need for daily, um, daily time with God, right? Cause he wants that with us. And, um, yeah, the more we do that, the more he'll, he'll work through us in our lives. So, yeah. Dude, that was awesome. Well, it's been an, <laughs> it's just been a blessing to have you on the show man it's been an absolute honor uh like i said just to know you um to have you on the show um uh, keep doing what you're doing in steven's point and uh dude we're gonna be rooting for you as you get married on new year's eve it's gonna be incredible um i'm so pumped so we're gonna be praying for you bro um and just keep killing it up there in steven's point seriously yeah dude, of course thanks thanks for the kind words Absolutely, man. Dom, any, anything, any last words, thoughts? God loves you guys. Thank you, Isaac. That was awesome, dude. Yeah. Iron Shepherd's Iron. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Incredible, guys. Well, once again, thank you so much for listening to Iron Sharpens Iron. I hope you enjoyed listening um, to Isaac's insights and wisdom um, and a bunch of knuckleheads just loving Jesus. So um, thank you so much. And uh, we're going to close in prayer um, in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Come Holy Spirit, teach us how to pray. Hi, Jesus. Just thank you so much for this day. Thank you so much for this time to be able to reflect um, on who you are and how you show up in our lives, Lord Jesus. Um, Continue to enlighten our hearts. Um, Help us to see you in the little things every day so that we may sanctify our everyday, ordinary lives, even whenever it seems mundane, even when it seems pointless at times, maybe. Help us to know, Lord, that everything given to you, you see, that you are with us through the good times, through the bad times, through the medium times, through all of the times, Lord Jesus. Um, Continue to... Inspire us to a relationship with you and continue to call us closer to you every single day so that we may love not only you and your heart, but also the people that you have placed in our lives. Lord Jesus, help us to serve, help us to love, help us to grow in virtue. We offer this to the most holy, blessed Virgin Mary, St. Joseph, Terror of Demons. Pray for us. Pray for us. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.